0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello everybody, welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gardner, and today we have, well, I don't know what to say about this episode, because it, I believe it's like episode 41, 42 in total. However, it is year two, season two, so it's our second episode of our second year as a just sports podcast super exciting today we're going to be following you know our normal schedule it's going to be our week four nfl picks today uh, we'll also throw in our breaking news segment as well and potentially if charlie grace decides to pop in i don't know where he is but if he decides to pop in uh, we will also have our stardom sit him with charlie not quite sure where he's at right now uh, his status is questionable i would say so we don't know if he's going to be in, but if he is, we'll do star him, But today I do have a guest with me. I have Mr. Liam Mowat. Liam, how
1: how are we doing today, Liam? Doing good. It's my second time on the podcast. Pretty cool. Very, very exciting. Great opportunity. Also, Liam,
0: I mentioned this last episode, but you weren't there. Uh, we are expanding as the Joe Sports Podcast. We are you know westward expansion just like usa did it we are expanding to youtube and you are kind of the head of our youtube channel so for the viewers at home what can they expect out of the just sports podcast youtube channel on
1: the youtube channel i'm going to try to hit it with uploads at least once a week probably mainly podcast highlights or like recaps of the like like if crazy stuff goes on, maybe. But right now, we currently have one video up, which is our the compilation of our last of our first year of the podcast. And it's looking pretty good.
0: Yeah. How, how many views do we have on that one, Liam?
1: We have... Let me pull it up. Currently, we have seven views. Oh, on, my goodness. Seven views. And we, got wow. four, and we have four subscribers.
0: All right. Hey. Listeners, you know what to do. Go ahead, smash that like and subscribe button at the end of the video. Yeah, go subscribe to Just Sports Podcast. A uh, very good, nice job, Liam. That compilation video was very, uh, very well made, and I, I salute you for that. I salute Thank you, for you. That it was very good. And so, yeah. Without further ado, let's get started. We're gonna jump right in with our breaking news segment. Let's get started. What has happened in the last week? In the sports world, here we go. Some news out of Denver. Michael Porter Jr. has signed a five-year, $207 million contract extension with the Denver Nuggets. Yay or nay? I'm saying nay. Michael Porter Jr. now joins the likes of players such as Steph Curry. I believe Kawhi got a 200 dollar contract and maybe... I don't know if LeBron did, but I know Steph did, and I know Harden might have, and I know Kawhi did as well. So MPJ is joining the likes of these superstars. I mean, these guys are the face of the league, MVPs. I mean, they're they're insane. When you look at MPJ, he is no doubt a very bright star, and I think it was smart of the Nuggets to lock him down for five more years. It's very smart. But $207 million? Come on now. Come on, man. As they would say on Monday Night Football. That's ridiculous. $207 million. I mean, you could put that money towards so many other things. So many other players. Other contract extensions, for example, you could put that towards. But no, you decide to give it to MPJ, who is definitely not worth the money at this moment in time. I'm not saying that he can't get to that level that Steph and Harden and Kawhi are on. But... He's not there currently, and to be honest with you, I don't think he ever will be on that level. I think he's going to be a very good uh, everyday player in the NBA, potential all-star for sure, but not. I don't think he'll quite be a MVP-caliber player. So I definitely think that was a huge waste of money from Denver, and I think a lot of the public and the media and the NBA have a similar reaction to that deal. Maybe Denver knows something we don't. uh, We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, with every contract extension or, you know, signing, there's obviously going to be a lot of questions, and you don't really know if the contract was worth it until their time with that team is up. So it's hard to say right now. We will see what happens there. Recently in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs have signed Josh Gordon after he was reinstated by the NFL committee. Josh Gordon was once a very young, promising wide receiver prospect for the Cleveland Browns. Many have actually came out publicly and called him the most talented wide receiver of all time, which eh, that's kind of a stretch. But that has been said before, I must say. Uh, but the problem for Josh Gordon throughout his career is, well, as Stephen A. Smith once said, stay off the weed. He couldn't stay off the weed. Uh, Josh Gordon got in a lot of trouble with the NFL's drug policies, and that led to him missing multiple years in the NFL. So, he's back. He's with the Chiefs. We'll see how long that'll last. I mean, he's been reinstated before. He was on the Patriots. He was also on the Seahawks, I believe. Neither of those lasted very long, so we'll see. But, if he's able to stay on the field for them, that's uh, just an addition to the already best offense in the entire NFL. And that is incredibly scary. I'm going to go to Liam just for a quick sec. Liam, what do you think about this signing for the Chiefs, uh, their, decision, their decision to sign Josh Gordon? Uh, what, what do we think about this one?
1: I think that Josh Gordon is going to just absolutely boost their offense even more than it already is. I mean, they have two of the best receivers in the league already with Hill and Kelsey, and they're replacing Watkins with an even better receiver but like you said, I just I do hope that he stays out of trouble because this could hold. This would be a whole waste of time for them if he doesn't.
0: Yeah, a waste of time and a waste of money as well. Although I don't think they gave him that big of a contract, but I think the I think the the reward outweighs the risk in this scenario. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, because I do think that he will do better than Sammy Watkins.
0: Ooh, all right, all right. We're gonna move on to a little bit of baseball here. Uh, baseball playoffs are approaching i believe two weeks away we will be into october and october means postseason baseball i'm hype it's gonna be great i mean we have some potential great matchups in the wild card games and also in the divisional round although that's not set yet and the playoff race is still going very strong as we speak in fact however the mule the country Oh my goodness. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Brewers for clinching the NL Central title. The Brewers have been very solid all season. I don't think many people expected them to be quite as good as they are. And I think a lot of that has to go credit has to go towards Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns. And honestly that entire starting rotation and bullpen has been absolutely incredible for the Brewers all season. So congratulations to them. We will see you milwaukee in october and also the tampa bay rays clinched the al east title uh, congratulations to tampa uh, a very impressive season obviously tampa went to the world series in a shortened season last year lost to the dodgers had many people wondering if that if they were legit i mean it was a very short season so it was, was kind of hard to get a gauge on where these teams were and where many players were as well Uh, The Rays kind of silenced that and said, we are a legit team. And they clinched a very difficult AL East. I mean, you have the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays, and the Rays, obviously, all who were contending for that AL East title. So uh, big kudos to the Rays for winning a very, very contested AL East. And also, the Chicago White Sox also clinched the AL Central A couple days back other divisions that are still uh you know getting decided we have the al west is still up for grabs between the astros athletics and mariners are although the astros look to be the favorites out there and we also have the nl west still up for grabs between the dodgers and the giants very very exciting stuff out there and we also have the nl east still up for grabs between the braves and the phillies so some you know Still, some very exciting races going on. also, some very exciting wild card race races as well, as also as the MLB has gone back to their two wild card teams, unlike last year, where they had uh, four, four, three, four, three wild card teams last year. They went back to two for each you know league this year. So it's more of a fight to get in. it And it makes for some very exciting baseball. And the last thing for the news segment. We're gonna head to college football. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson collects their second loss of the season. This time to ACC foe NC State. It wasn't pretty, and this whole Clemson, this whole Clemson program seems to be heading downhill at the moment. Their quarterback DJ, and I'm totally about to botch his last name. Yuga Lele, I believe his last name. That's how you pronounce it? Uh, pretty close. Uh, not playing as well as many hoped, not filling those big shoes left by Trevor Lawrence. And Dabo Sweeney uh, is uh, I'd, not on the hot seat, but there's a lot of pressure on Dabo Sweeney at this moment in time. Can Clemson rebound and win the ACC? I'm not quite so sure that they can because the ACC does look very competitive this year. That's not something we've been able to say a lot in the past. Clemson's dominated, but this year with Clemson looking a little weaker, the ACC should be a very exciting battle to see who comes out on top. Liam, what do we take about what do we think about Clemson? I mean, it's obviously been a rough start, but do do we see them bouncing back or do we see their struggles continuing as they continue to dive into conference play as the season goes on?
1: I think that they're definitely going to be going to be doing worse than last year losing some players but i think that they're going to somewhat bounce back and show that they're going to be contenders but not as big contenders as last year
0: yeah absolutely so that has
1: been our news segments that'll be in every jsp
0: episode going forward make sure you let us know you know if you like our segments or if you think we need to change some of them we'll, we'll obviously accept all criticism um we can take it. So, yeah, just um, if you ever have anything about our segments, let us know on our Instagram or our YouTube or our TikTok or our Twitter. Just just let us know. Uh, we, we do appreciate some constructive criticism from time to time. But now we'll get to the main event of our show today, the NFL Week 4 Picks. I'm not quite sure what our records were this past week. Liam, do you happen to have our records from this last week with you or
1: no? Liam? realize I was muted. Uh, No, I do not. All right, so we'll get those out as soon as we
0: calculate that. We're also going to be posting our week four picks and uh, picks going forward on the JSP Instagram. So we'll get started with our week four picks. We have Thursday Night Football. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 0-3 at the moment. Not looking so hot. Uh, if you, Urban Meyer, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Not looking so good for Urban and the Jags so far this season. Taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked uh, uberly impressive in their victory over the Steelers this past week. So I'm going to give the floor to Liam to lead us off with his picks tonight. Liam. Jacksonville or Cincinnati in this one. I'm thinking the
1: Bengals. Uh Joe Burrow has been looking pretty good this year against some pretty higher higher ranked teams except for week 2, when he threw like four interceptions, I think, three or four, three. But I I think he will prosper against Jacksonville. He's definitely looking good and he did beat the Steelers, who are pretty a, a better team than a lot of the other teams. I think he'll win this one over Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Joe Burrow, like you said, three interceptions against Chicago in week two. Bounced back big time against Pittsburgh. Played very well. Played a very impressive game from Joe Burrow against a, obviously, an injured Steelers defense, but still a very solid defense nonetheless. And his connection with Jamar Chase was probably the most impressive part. Jamar Chase... Leave three touchdowns already on the season, uh, silencing the haters is Jamar Chase. He's doing a, a brilliant job for Cincinnati. Uh, very, very, very impressed with Jamar Chase. Jaguars, like I said, not good at all. Urban Meyer is already on the hot seat, which is which is crazy to say because it's only Week Four, and he's only been an NFL coach for three weeks. But I would say that he is already on the hot seat, and I'm going to be honest. If Jacksonville does not turn this ship around, which it does not appear they're going to anytime soon, I would not be surprised if Urban Meyer does not even finish a full season as the Jacksonville head coach. I'm just saying. been very unimpressive. He doesn't seem to know how to run an NFL team. Many players have actually came out and complained about how he runs the team and his schemes and you know, just kind of how he is as a coach. Uh, there's been some complaints about that. I, I just not feeling this. You know, I'm not feeling the vibe out there in Jacksonville. I don't feel like they've got that connection. I don't think Lawrence and Meyer have that connection, and I don't think they ever will. So I don't think Meyer is the answer for Jacksonville. Uh, nonetheless, I am taking the Bengals in this matchup. Next, we have the Washington football team traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Washington coming off their loss to Buffalo, where the defense was very, very bad. And the Falcons coming off their first win of the season. Congratulations. They beat the New York Giants, which really, if you break it down, is not that impressive. But a win is a win in the NFL. And you'll take what you can get if you're the Atlanta Falcons. So I'll hand it off to Liam yet again. Liam, are we taking Washington or Atlanta in this football game?
1: I'm thinking about taking Washington. Or not Washington, the Falcons. Because the Washington defense has been looking pretty bad, especially last week, they've been looking not not too solid. And the offense is looking decent, but I don't think that they're getting they're getting through enough. They're not getting downfield and they're getting a lot of turnovers. I'm thinking the Falcons are gonna win this one, just solely because the Washington defense will not be able to stop them. Okay, uh, it's interesting that you bring up the defense because I agree they have been a very bad
0: Washington one and two on the season and. They've played some difficult opponents. They played the Chargers and they played the Bills, but they also played the Giants, which is their one win, which really is not all that impressive. So, not, I think if you're Washington, you would have liked to win either against the Chargers or the Bills as well. Uh, so they're one and two, but the defense, which was being praised by so many, I mean, of these top tier sports analysts, you saw a lot of the NFL media as well. I mean, you saw like, you know, Nate Burleson and, Stephen A and all those guys were like really high on this Washington defense, praising them for being a top five defense, potentially the best defense in the NFL this upcoming season. And I know it's early. It's the first three games, but they have not looked good at all. They've allowed 30 points per game. They've allowed 440 yards per game, 125 rushing yards per game, which is very shocking because they have some big dudes up there. In the interior defensive lines, such as Jonathan Allen and Matthew, Matthew E. O'Donis, I believe is his last name. Also guys on line like Chase Young, who should be able to help and run support. And also 307 passing yards per game. Uh, it's not been impressive at all what Washington has done so far this season. And albeit, they've played some pretty solid offenses. I think the Chargers have a top 10 offense, and as do the Bills. But the Giants are probably a bottom 10, bottom 8 defense, offense in the entire NFL. And a defense of this caliber should not be playing as bad as they are. So maybe, just maybe, the hype was a little bit premature. It is a very young defense. Maybe they're not quite there yet. It's hard to say through the first three weeks, but they've not been impressive at all. I agree with Liam. However, I'm going to take them against the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons' offense has been... What everybody thought they would be so far this season, they haven't played bad, but they haven't played good. And I think, I don't think Washington's defense will necessarily play well. However, I do think that Taylor Heineke is a dog, and I think he's going to lead Washington to the win on the road and get a very, very much needed win for this football team if they want to keep pace with Dallas out there in the NFC East, who really is their number one competition this season. For that NFC East title. Move on to the Texans. Who are traveling to take on the Buffalo Bills. Texans coming off their Thursday night football. Lost to Carolina. Uh, So a long week for Houston. Being able to prepare. Then Buffalo coming off their win over Washington. Like I just mentioned. Josh Allen. Who was a topic of discussion on our last podcast. We were talking about how he hasn't performed well. Through the first two games. Well. He bounced back last week, no doubt, threw for four touchdowns against Washington's defense. Played very, very well. And now he gets a game against the Texans, which also not a very good defense. So it'll be interesting to see if he can continue to build on his strong performance from last week. I hand it off to Liam. Liam, Texans, at Bills, who you got?
1: Liam, you just muted your mic instead of unmuting it, I believe. All right. Um, So I think, to me, this is kind of an obvious pick. I don't know if it'll be to anyone else, but I think the Bills are going to be beating the Texans. The Bills, last week especially, have just been tearing through these defenses. Josh Allen wasn't doing too good, but last week he showed that he can really do good. Even though if it was against a worse defense, I think the Houston Texans, I don't think their defense is that much better than Washington, and I think Josh Allen will do the same exact thing he did to Washington to the Texans.
0: Uh, I have to grab the Bills also. I think Josh Allen will continue to build upon a strong performance. Houston, not a good defense at all. Uh, The offense is mediocre at best. We'll see if Tyrod Taylor's back. If not, David Mills, who honestly didn't play terrible against Carolina, but he didn't play good at all. And this is a pretty solid Bills defense. So I think it's a pretty uh, easy pick. And I, I will say, this is probably one of the easier games to pick out of This week, because there are some very intriguing matchups in week four. But I will take the Bills in this one as well. Next, we have the hometown hero, Detroit Lions, traveling to take on the Chicago Bears. Lions are the best losers in the entire NFL. I mean, they always find the most entertaining ways to lose. I I must give that to them. Obviously, you had a few years back, Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. Beat the Lions in the final seconds. And then just this past week, you had Justin Tucker breaking the NFL record for the longest field goal in history. A 66-yard from the golden leg of Justin Tucker bounces off the front goalpost and bounces in, and Baltimore wins the game off of that. Uh, I will say, though, the Lions played well, and it was honestly a little surprising to see them be that close to a very good Ravens team. And I think that says a lot about the culture that Dan Campbell has instituted into this team. I think he has a very gritty, a very tough team out there in Detroit, and they don't back down to anybody. Obviously, a lot of miscues from Baltimore. I mean, Mark Peace Brown, Hollywood, as they call him, was not very cash money in this game, uh, dropping two touchdowns. So obviously it could have been a much uh, larger margin A victory for Baltimore, but give credit where it's due. Detroit hung in there, and that was impressive. Now they travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Justin Fields, in his first NFL start against Cleveland, was rocked. I mean, he had nine sacks in that one game. Or, yeah, nine sacks. I mean, Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks. That's tough. That is so tough. Your first career NFL start. You're in. Cleveland, you're in the dog pound, which is a difficult place to play. And then you have guys like Miles Garrett in your face every single play. That's almost impossible. And that's almost a death wish for any rookie quarterback. It doesn't matter who it is. That's like a death wish for any rookie quarterback. Uh, A lot of people blaming Fields. I don't really blame him. Obviously, he didn't play great, but it's really hard to say, you know, it's his fault considering the circumstances. Now he gets to play against the Lions, which is not nearly as good of a defense as Cleveland. So I do have the Bears winning this one. I think Fields bounces back, and I expect it to be a lower-scoring game, maybe like a 17-14, a 21-20 type score at the end. But I do think Justin Fields will prove why he is a starter out there. Also, another point to consider is Chicago, Matt Nagy has came out and said, you know, Justin Fields is not the clear starter for week four. We could see Andy Dalton. We could see Nick Foles. I think that's BS, if I'm going to be completely honest. You drafted Fields. Why wouldn't you start him? You walked through that gate. You started him last week, and now you cannot return. you got to see it through. you got to see it through, my boy. Matt Nagy, Fields is the dude going forward. Put him in the game and keep your job. Start Nick Foles, lose your job. It's that simple. Honestly, some of these coaches, they just overthink things in the NFL. Put in fields. Keep your job. And I do have the Bears winning a low-scoring game over
1: Detroit. Liam, who do you have in this one? I'm thinking the Bears in this game. I think Justin Fields is going to bounce back. I don't think he's going to do like super good based on his last three starts. I think he's definitely going to do better than his last three starts. I mean, Detroit is definitely a worse defense than Cleveland and the Rams. But I also think that Justin Fields, I mean, the reason why Justin Fields wasn't doing too good, I mean, he just, he doesn't have a lot of, he doesn't have a lot of time. I mean, getting sacked that many times, is kind of a problem that you can't fully blame on him. But then the reason why I think Detroit's going to lose is because, I mean, they've just been looking terrible, except last week. I don't know what happened last week, which is the only reason why I think it's going to be a closer game. Because Detroit did very good last week, and they kind of... I don't want to say it was luck that the uh, Ravens won, but it it kind of was. I mean, I saw online that that was the second time that Detroit has been beaten last second by a record-setting field goal. So, I'm thinking the Bears are going to be winning this game, but I do think it's going to be a close game. And I'm going to agree that it's also going to be a, low, a low-scoring a low game, too.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh... It's tough to be from Detroit sometimes. So it's it's not always pretty. We'll move on then to the Carolina Panthers. Undefeated Carolina Panthers. Uh, Go Panthers, I guess. Traveling to take on the Dallas Cowboys, who are coming off their victory uh, yesterday over the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Very impressive, very impressive. Dak in the offense was flowing. Zeke grounding and pounding. Looking like his old self for Dallas. And also the defense, not too shabby, I must say. Cowboys are a very good football team. Are a shockingly good football team. And I dare say that the Cowboys are a very scary team. And they're the clear favorites in the NFC East to anybody who looks at it. And to me, they're 100% the clear favorites. Especially with Washington's defense, struggling. Washington's defense was their bread and butter a season ago, and that was why people thought they were the favorites in this division. Personally, I thought they were the favorites in this division, too. However, Dallas has been extremely impressive. They're 2-1. They have had a pretty difficult schedule. They've played the Buccaneers, the Chargers, and now the Eagles. They hung in there with the defending champs, the Bucks. They ended up losing. Then they go on the road in L.A. and beat the Chargers, and then they dominate the Eagles at home. I don't care how you say it. I don't care what you think about the Cowboys. I don't, I mean, put all bias aside. Put all your hatred aside of the Cowboys. Obviously, uh, Jerry Jones, the Cowboys. Nobody likes the Cowboys. Put that aside. Look at their team. It's a very good football team. Offense is scary. Offense is top five in the NFL. Easily, easily. With Kellen Moore as the OC, with all the weapons, easily top five. And the defense has improved tremendously in both the secondary and the D-line. They look like a somewhat decent defense. They look like a defense that is capable—I'm not saying it's a good defense, but they are definitely capable of being good enough to allow this team to get into the playoffs. And honestly, if I'm the other NFL teams, I don't want to play this Cowboys team in the playoffs. I'm going to be completely honest. Because it's going to be incredibly difficult to keep up with that offense when they're fully in sync in those postseason games. Uh, Panthers undefeated without Christian McCaffrey in this game. That's going to hurt. Give me Dallas uh, continuing their impressive season. I have them beating the Panthers at home. Liam,
1: uh, who do you you think takes this game? I'm going to agree. I think think Dallas is definitely going to beat the Panthers. The Panthers are out with Christian McCaffrey. And Dallas has just recently, I think, in that last week, I think they really locked in. I think Dak is going to stay on his grind. He's going to stay on top, as he did last game. And I think Zeke is just going to keep doing what he's doing. I kind of had some doubts at the beginning of the season. But right now, I'm thinking Zeke's just going to stay on top. And like you said, Panthers, they don't have their best player. I think Dak is better than Sam Darnold. The only player I would really worry about is DJ Moore. He's been looking pretty good. But other than that, I think the the Cowboys top pan top the Panthers in almost every way all right move on to the next game Colts traveling to Miami
0: both teams struggling to begin the season Jacoby Brissett will start for the Dolphins at this one Uh, I have to take the Colts though winning this one I, I just don't like the Dolphins I don't like the Dolphins with Tua and I like them that much less without him it's just it's a tough tough time out there in Miami I mean People people hype them up way too much, and I think they got their hopes up way too much because while the hype they were receiving. Definitely not a playoff team out there in Miami, no matter how you look at it. And the Colts, not a bad team at all. Defense, very good. Carson Wentz, looking like he's starting to settle in into his new, his new job, his new office out there in Indianapolis. And I do think the Colts take this one. There's not much to say here. Colts, better team. Better teams win
1: football games. Liam. Do you have in this one? I'm gonna agree. I think that the Colts are going to be, be beating the Dolphins. Carson Wentz looking slowly, looking better, and Pittman. I think Pittman's gonna do really good this game. I don't know why. Just have a feeling that Pittman's gonna do really good this game. And I mean, like I can really agree with you. Nothing to be said that the Colts are just a better team than the Dolphins, and the Colts are going to be winning. Absolutely. Next we have the Browns taking on
0: the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota beat Seattle last week, pretty impressive, I must I must say. And Cleveland obviously beating Chicago, again not much to talk about here. I think Cleveland is on a roll and I think their run game is going to be the difference in this one. Questionable is Dalvin Cook and I think that's a big big time, you know, storyline in this one if Dalvin Cook plays. I think Minnesota has a chance. If he doesn't, Give uh, me it's going to be the Browns easily. Uh, considering how well Cleveland's defensive line played last week and considering how Minnesota's offensive line isn't all that great, I am going to take the Browns in this one over Minnesota. Uh, Liam, are we in agreement in this one, or are you taking the
1: Vikings? And Liam, you just... You muted your mic again when you went to unmute. Hello? I cannot hear you, Liam. What? There it you. is. There okay, is. Okay. okay, so I think the Browns are going to win this game. But I do think... I don't, I'm, I don't know if Dalvin Cook's playing this week or not. I thought that he wasn't going to be playing this week. But he's, he's, he's listed
0: as questionable as yeah. of right now.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking that either way, I think that the Browns will win. Especially with their, their running is looking amazing. Their defense is just stopping every, stopping most people. Not I mean, not, not the Chiefs, but they stopped Chicago pretty well. And, I mean, the run, I already said it, but the run game is amazing. Kareem Hunt and Schubert is sharing carries and being unstoppable. And then the Vikings, just they don't have Dalvin Cook. And I think if they don't have Dalvin Cook, it's going to be a blowout. I think if they do, it might be a bit closer. But, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are going to be winning this game.
0: Absolutely. Move on. We have the New York Giants taking on the New Orleans Saints. Another hot topic of discussion last week was can the Saints rebound? And that they did. The defense with a touchdown and multiple interceptions. And a couple sacks as well. They rebounded very nicely. And so did the offense. James Winston looked much better, as did Alvin Kamara. And Giants could, I mean, are one of the worst teams in the league. They're now 0-3. They couldn't even beat the Falcons. Their offense is horrendous. And their defense is not as good as we thought it would be. And that was kind of the bread and butter. Like I said, with was Washington, I think Washington's offense is way better than New York's. But similar to Washington, their defense was is kind of their bread and butter heading into the season. And with the offense just being so horrendous for New York, there's just no way they're beating any somewhat decent football team. Uh, I think this is pretty easy. Give me the New Orleans Saints winning this game. Uh,
1: Liam, what do you think about that? Liam, you are muted. Okay. I think that the Saints are going to win this game. And I just want to say that Kamara is just, I think Kamara is just going to keep getting better and better. As the season goes on, he's going to keep on putting up more touchdowns, more yards. I think Jameis Winston's looking great. And I also think that he's just going to get better and better. I think if Thomas comes back to the Saints, they're going to have one of the best offenses in the league. You, know, I agree and, and, and you talk about Kamara. could this potentially be
0: because you have him on your fantasy team and this is Do this I is have him? No, I don't I do not have you him. You don't. Fantasy okay, team. I ca- I almost thought this was like a, a hope or an aspiration. No, I do not that have Camara. will get better. But I do agree. My fantasy team is terrible. You know? that's all right. I, I can't relate to that because my fantasy team is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I in, in the dynasty league, I mean, 3 and 0. And in my BH league, two and one. I, I, what can I what can I say except that I'm kind of a genius in fantasy football, not to toot my own horn, but i, I, I historically I'm pretty good, and I'm feeling pretty good about this year too. So I, I can't
1: really say anything. Although all, all I can say about this year is that in our in our league, the Yahoo one, I've gotten two pretty big injuries. I have two of my probably my best players besides Hill injured. I have Henderson injured and. I drafted Dobbins, and, like,
0: I don't mm-hmm. know when
1: I drafted him, but he was probably also one of my best players, and he is fully
0: injured. Yeah, in- injuries injuries hurt. I, in, my, in the Dynasty League, I, I do have CMC. And that, that one's going to hurt a little bit. Uh, it, c- it could affect the old win-loss record there. Uh, we'll see. Uh, moving on, though, we have the Tennessee Titans traveling to New York to take on the New York Jets. Uh, gotta love the Jets. Everyone likes the Jets. Not really, though. The Jets are very bad. Zach Wilson didn't look much better last week than he did the week before. I mean, he looked better, obviously, because he, he didn't throw four interceptions last week like he did the previous week. So, obviously, he looked better, but he still didn't look like a top-two-pick-worthy quarterback, which is a little concerning for the Jets. However, it's not time to hit that panic button, New York. It's not time. No need. Give them some more time. Uh, but Titans uh, heating up a little bit. Coming off their win last week, and obviously the win before that over Seattle. Uh, still not really using Julio or A.J. Brown, uh, maybe as people thought they would. But uh, still a good team. And, I mean, the Jets are just very, very bad. Uh, this, this is a pretty easy win for Tennessee, and not much of a challenge here. So I'm going to take the Titans in this Football game, Liam, uh, what, what are we thinking? What what are we saying on this one?
1: I'm definitely going to agree. I think the Titans are going to blow them out. I mean, look at how Henry's been playing in that week two especially. Henry's just been unstoppable as always. Tan Hill's been looking great. It's consistently putting up numbers and touchdowns and yards, a lot of yards, which is what we need. I do not know why they're not using Brown and Julio. I think if they were to use them more, they're also going to have one of the best offenses in the league. I mean, if you look at it on paper, you see Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones on the same team. I mean, what else could you ask for? But when you watch the game, I don't know why they're not targeting them more. If they were, they're definitely going to be some pretty big contenders this season. And I think that they'll start to more. I mean, at least I can hope for Mm -hmm. for the better of their team. But, yeah, the Titans are going to win this game.
0: All right. Move on to the next one. Chiefs
1: at Eagles. Uh,
0: Chiefs one and two rough start for the defending champs. Liam, I'm gonna ask you this question, and I'm gonna answer it as well. Is it time for the Chiefs to panic? One and two after going to the Super Bowl is obviously not good. Is it time for them to start panicking, or should they should they not be worried and put some trust in this team?
1: I mean, I think it's definitely a problem for some Super Bowl contenders over the past few years to start off their season losing two games. It's not not looking too good. I mean, they're just locking up players like Hill. Kelsey's doing pretty good, though. Mahomes has been doing good, but the defense just cannot stop the teams. The teams are putting up too many points, and the offense cannot put up as many points and more. So I I think the offense is fine. I do not think they have a problem on the offense. But the defense is just, I think that's where they have the problem. I think they need to put that salary cap more into defense.
0: Uh I don't I don't think it's time for the Chiefs to panic, but I think there should be some worry in Kansas City. I mean, you talk we talk about the offense and it's it's still a very good offense, but we've seen some really uncharacteristic mistakes from this offense. Some fumbles, obviously Mahomes throwing a couple of interceptions early in the season. I mean, not really his caliber of play. And I think a lot of that has to go to the defense. I think Mahomes has been under an incredible amount of pressure. Because he knows he has to score almost every single drive just to keep his team in the game because their offense, I mean, their defense isn't stopping anybody. The defense is horrendous. I mean, the defense is allowing 160 rushing yards per game. 160 that is way too many. And they've already, in three games, allowed seven rushing touchdowns. Uh, yeah, that's not good because the run game establishes. The pass game and it opens up the pass game as well. If you can run the ball, you can pass the ball. That's a big time problem for the Chiefs. Um, I'm not going to say it's panic time because I think they can whip them into shape. You know, get that defense playing where how it should be. But if this continues for two or three weeks more, then it's panic time. But I, I don't. I don't think you have to panic just quite yet. But big changes do need to be made. That defense needs to step it up, and they maybe need to become more of a run-prevent defense because that's where they're really getting hurt. However, in this game, taking on the Eagles, Eagles looked very bad against Dallas. Jalen Hurts uh, has not looked nearly as impressive since ever since his Week 1 performance. I do think the Chiefs bounce back and win this game.
1: Liam, who do you have in this one? I also have the Chiefs. I mean, I think that just the Chiefs are a better team than the Philly. The Chiefs have played three pretty big teams. I mean, they played the Chargers, they played the Ravens, and they played the Browns. Those are some pretty hard teams to play against. I think the I think if the Chiefs can start, if Hill can start getting open, because I've been watching a bit of the games and Hill has just been he cannot get open, which is why he's barely been targeted over these past few games. I think if he can do that, then they're just going to have a whole new. A whole new game. I mean, last last year, barely. I mean, defenders could barely figure out Hill. He's just a cheetah, as other people say. And I think he will definitely be able to get open against Philly. I think the offense will just absolutely destroy the uh, Eagles' defense. But I do think that the, the Kansas City defense is going to be the only issue.
0: All right, we'll move on to the next one. Cardinals taking on the Rams. Both teams. 3-0, 3-0, who will remain undefeated? Matthew Stafford and the Rams got their signature win over the Buccaneers last week, looking very good. Are the Rams potentially the team to be out there in the NFC? Uh, we will see. I do believe so, though, after that very convincing victory over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And the Cardinals are also 3-0, and haven't played quite as good competition as the Rams have. However, nonetheless, they are 3-0, looking impressive, defense looking good. Kyler Murray, I think, is the MVP favorite, at the moment this is a big big time game nfc west battle these are the games that really really matter for your playoff hopes historically kyler murray has not been that great against the rams he has struggled this is a very good rams defense and with the Cardinals not playing such great caliber of opponents as the Rams have. I think the Rams are going to be more prepared for this game. I do think it's going to be a very close game and a very entertaining game, but I am going to take Los Angeles to continue their undefeated season. I have the Rams beating the Cardinals, but I could see Kyler Murray just absolutely playing as, you know, just playing incredible and winning this game for Arizona. But I am going to take the Rams in this game. Liam, so like, the Cardinals or the Rams, which team do you think is going to remain undefeated?
1: I think that the Rams are going to be winning this game. I think that they have a very solid team all around. I mean, I can't really back it up with with much, but I really like Matthew Stafford. I'm glad he's on a better team now. He has some people to actually, some good players to pass to and a better defense. He's got Higby, he's got Woods, he's got... Um, He has Henderson, I think, running back. I think, I hope, at least, because he's on my fantasy team. And he also has Cooper Cup, who's been looking great. I think the Rams are going to win because of how solid they are. I think Kyler Murray, I think it'll be a close game, though. Very close game. But I also think it'll be a high-scoring game.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Next, we have another NFC West battle. Seahawks, traveling to take on the 49ers. A lot of Seahawks fans disappointed Last week, uh, DK Metcalf didn't play well, and a lot of fans were angry at Pete Carroll and how he managed that game. Now they take on San Francisco, who also lost to the Packers. Uh, Some frustration there from San Francisco fans as well, but I think that's more frustration towards Aaron Rodgers and that drive he led at the end. So it, It wasn't a terrible game for 49ers. I think they looked more impressive than the Seahawks did. However, I do like the Seahawks team, and I do think... I mean, I don't think the Seahawks are, I think, honestly, I think the Seahawks are the worst team in the NFC West, but I do think they're going to win this game. I do think they're going to bounce back. Russell Wilson is historically very good in the first half of the season. That's kind of what my basis is off of for this one. Uh, I, I see it difficult for the 49ers and Jimmy G to, you know, play well enough against the Seahawks team. To beat them, Josh Norman and that 49ers secondary is not very good at all, and they have, now they have to go up against Lockett and DK. We saw Devontae Adams absolutely carve them up. I expect the same from DK and Lockett. Give me the Seahawks in this game. Liam, agree or disagree?
1: What do we think? I'm going I'm to agree with the Seahawks. I think Wilson is just doing great. I think he's going to keep doing great, but we just need DK and Lockett to both do good for them to win the game, and I think that they will. I think them trying to just target one p- person is not going to be working against a lot of teams, I think. Because a, a lot of the games I've seen is one of them does gets a lot of targets and does very good, while the other one doesn't. Because, I, I, I mean, they're pretty even in skill. I think DK is a better player, but it seems that they still try to like heavily target one of them more per game. And I think if if Wilson were to split it between them while also running with Chris Carson, who's been looking pretty good this season, they'll overcome the 49ers' defense. And I think Garoppolo is not going to be doing as good as Wilson. I think that the 49ers cannot stop the Seahawks' defense. Even though the Seahawks have been looking... I mean, yeah, you're right. They are the worst in their division. But I think the Seahawks will win this game.
0: All right. We'll move on to the Ravens at the Broncos. Broncos also undefeated, but they've played... The Jaguars and the Jets and the Giants. They've played nobody. Ravens. Very, very solid so far to begin the season. Uh, Not not much to say here. I don't think the Broncos are all that. I don't think they're all people have been saying. I don't think they're contenders in the AFC West. And honestly, I don't really see them eking out a wild card spot either. Uh, Pretty easy. Give me the Ravens over the Broncos in this one. Liam, what do you think about that?
1: I'm going to agree with the Ravens over the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos have not played anyone good. The Ravens have, and they have come out on oh, – wait, wait, no, I'm, they've played decent teams, but they've come out on top too. And Lamar has been looking great this year. I really like how Lamar's playing. He's also on my fantasy team, so I'm happy about it. But I think that they're just going to overcome the Broncos. It's the first good team the Broncos are going to be playing, and I don't think they're ready for it.
0: Yeah, I have to agree with you. Next the Steelers at the Packers uh as a Steelers fan last week was hard to watch I think it was a game Steelers definitely should have won and it it, it's uh it's disappointing to be to see Big Ben um struggling as much as he is a lot of people have been calling for Big Ben to be benched and I I I get it if we had like a rookie quarterback on the bench that you know was exciting but Speaking completely honest, with Mason Rudolph as the next guy up for the Steelers at quarterback, I, I don't see that being an improvement at all over Big Ben. I don't see why they would do that. Uh, Big Ben, 801 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, he's been a fa- not a factor in any game. I mean, defenses just are like – they don't even have to game plan for him. He's like so – he's so – he's not – I, I, it's hard to say, but he's so bad right now. He's literally a tree. He just sits there. He's, he has no mobility. If he takes one step, he, like, falls over. We've all seen the clip from last week. He freaking took one step to his right and stumbled over. He's I mean, he's so clumsy, and it's hard to watch. And the defense has been injured. It's, it's been uh, tricky. T.J. Watt is still out. And the Packers looking better. Rodgers, the Flower, Adams, Jones, getting their mojo on in Green Bay. Uh, it, it could be a very rough and uh, long season for Pittsburgh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's rough time out there in Pittsburgh. It's it's it's, it's, it's it, You hate to see it, but uh, I'm I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Uh, yeah, struggles for Big Ben continues and there's going to be some real discussions on whether he should be the starter for the rest of the season. Uh, Liam,
1: who do you have in this one and why? I'm definitely going to be putting the the Packers ahead of Big Ben. Not Big Ben, Steelers. Um, I mean, the Packers, just we're not going to talk about week one at all. I mean, I don't know what happened week one. Something must have happened, just maybe personal something, maybe just something went on. Something bad happened week one, but week two and week three, I mean, their offense has been doing great. Rodgers bounced back. Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams are just doing amazing. I mean, Aaron Jones in that in week two just pummeled the off- the defense. And Devontae Adams did the same in week three. Ben Roethlisberger, I do not think that they should bench him. I don't think they have a backup quarterback that's good enough to do better than Ben.
0: Maybe, yeah, I but
1: I don't think it's a smart idea to start him. I think give Ben, give Big Ben some time. He he is doing pretty bad, but just give him like a like a few weeks. If he keeps this up, then it might be a good idea to bench him. A lot of people do want to bench him, but I think Ben is the obvious starter. Not obvious, but I think he should be starting over their backup. It's not a good idea to sit him this early in the season. But the Packers will definitely overcome the Steelers and the Steelers defense.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, it. I agree. Hers to say it. I do agree. At uh, Sunday night football on NBC, what a game! What a game we have on Sunday night football game. What a game! The return of Tom Brady to Foxborough, going face to face with Bill Belichick and his old coach and his old teammates. It's gonna be. It's gonna be as the young folks say. It's gonna be. Lit. It's going to be turnt. Liam's going to be lit. Uh, Buccaneers coming off their loss to the Rams. Tom Brady did not look good. However, he's going to be so motivated for this game. He's going to be like, you know, screw you, Bill Belichick. I'm going to just come out here and just destroy you guys. He also is about to break the NFL passing yard record. So uh, watch for that. I mean, he's definitely going to break it. It's like 65 yards or something he needs. So he's definitely going to get that and he'll probably get, like, 300 more yards just to add on to that. Uh, I mean, the Patriots are not a bad team this year at all, but Tom Brady, when he has vengeance on his mind, is a completely different animal. He turns from a goat into a a, a bear-tiger mix. I don't even know. He turns into a different animal. Uh, yeah, give me Buccaneers easily in this one over the Patriots. Uh, liam what do you think about tom brady and his return to foxborough
1: i'm gonna agree i think tom brady is looking for a revenge game for tom brady he wants to beat bill belichick he wants to do it very badly i don't see why he wouldn't he's gonna put his all in this game more than his all he's gonna put 110 into this game he's gonna do better than mac jones evans is gonna do better than jacoby myers godwin's gonna do better than aggroler Antonio Brown is going to do better than Bourne. And we got Gronkowski is going to do better than Hunter, Hunter Henry. I want the Bucks to win this game because I want Tom Brady to do. I really like Tom Brady as a quarterback, and I want them to win this game against his old team. I think that they're just all around a better team on the offense. I think the defense is a bit closer. The Bucks are definitely better, but I think that the that the Patriots have a decent defense, but the Bucks will be winning this game.
0: And that leads us
1: to the final game of the week. Raiders
0: at Chargers. AFC West foes. Both teams playing very impressive football. Very impressive. But it really comes down to which team have you been more impressed with? And that'll pretty much be who you think is going to win this one. I've been more impressed with the Chargers beating the Chiefs, beating the Washington football team, narrowly losing to the Cowboys. I'll give them a break on that one. I, I, I do really like the Cowboys this year. Uh, and the Raiders are undefeated. I have not really played any big time. I mean, they, be, they beat the Ravens, which was good. But since then, not a whole lot of competition for them. Uh, Herbert is that dude. He's that guy. Give me the Chargers in this one. Taking the dub. Liam, Raiders, Chargers in Monday Night Football.
1: I'm going to agree with the Chargers, but I do think it's going to be a close game. Justin Herbert has been doing great, but Carr has been doing great. The only reason I think the Chargers are going to win is cuz what you, what you said is that they've I mean, I think they've been performing around the same, but the Chargers have been playing better teams. And the I mean the Raiders, I mean they have Carr, they have Carr, they have I'm blanking on the other people on their team. But the Chargers or, have yeah,
0: Waller. Waller, they, yeah. They have, they have some weapons no doubt, but
1: I think it's going to be a close game, but I do. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Eckler—I mean—they just have a solid offense that the Raiders' defense is not ready for.
0: I agree. It feels like we we agreed a lot on these picks, which which was a little surprising. I think I think this is a very interesting week in the NFL. I think we're going to learn a lot about some teams this week in the NFL and what they're capable of. However, we have run this episode's course. Uh, This has been another episode of the Just Sports Podcast. I want to thank you, Mr. Liam, for being on the episode with me. Thank you for sticking it out. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, thank you.
1: Charlie did not pop in.
0: Charlie did not pop in, unfortunately. That's okay.
1: But, yeah, thank you, Liam, for being on the show today. No problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh thank you for being that YouTube dude. Uh, like you said, everyone make sure to check out the YouTube. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit, it's gonna be turned, as the kids say.
1: Just just sports pod with our logo.
0: Logo. Also, be in the lookout for a new logo. I haven't mentioned that, but yeah, maybe potentially a new logo. So uh yeah, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at just sports underscore pod. Make sure you follow us. On TikTok, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. I mean, I mean, just 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 go onto every single social media platform you have. We probably have an account on it. Follow us. You know, gotta gotta get that sub count up. So we, we would we would very much so appreciate it. And uh, yeah, this has been another episode of the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host Will Gardner, signing off.